Yes, episode 39. I actually know what episode we're on. That's a rarity. But this is episode 39. We've done 39 of these motherfuckers, man. You mean to tell me we've done this 39 times? That ain't shit to some people, but I'll tell you what. It's a lot more than zero. It's a lot more than zero. It's 39 more than zero, in fact. But if you're listening, I appreciate you being here. Patreon.com slash OTWD for unreleased episodes of this podcast, episodes that will never go public. You can support this show while simultaneously causing me to smile from ear to ear for as little as $5 a month. And while you're busy making my dreams come true, go ahead and follow this podcast on Instagram at OTWD Podcast. Then you can follow my personal Instagram at GVDZ same handle on Twitter. And last but not least, if you go to onthewaydown.net, it'll take you to the YouTube page, at which point, if you would subscribe and like and do all the YouTube shit, I would appreciate you. I actually just uh, uploaded all of the audio, not all of them, like the last maybe 10 that I've done, just the, uh, the audio only episodes. I uploaded them to YouTube because some people don't fuck with podcasts apps they prefer to get their media and what have yous uh via youtube so now you can do that you can listen to a lot of the audio only episodes on the youtube page i know we already talked about the patreon um that's how you can support this show financially but if you really want to help, I'm not going to turn down money. Don't get me wrong. You can do both. You can support the Patreon, but what would really help is if you just told someone about this podcast, someone who you think might enjoy it. If you happen to know some dark bottom feeding beasts of the earth, such as myself and you feel free to point them in this direction. I would very much appreciate you doing so. If you want to support, that's how to support. I mean, also you can give me money, but you know, after you give me money or, or, or instead of giving me money, feel free to spread the good news. Theme song now. The gypsy woman told my mother before I was born, I got a boy charge coming. He's going to be a son of a gun. He's going to make pretty women jump and shout. Then the world want to know what this all about. Gadzooks is a great name. On the way down means jumping off the cliffs and building your wings on the way down. Right? That sounds like some bullshit. You Irish son of a bitch. Like when people are stunned, say yes. like Gadzooks. That's a gateway drug. Keep my third eye open. <laughs> Gadzooks is not a bad name. I'll be honest, I'm not in the mood for this shit at the moment. Um, I'm not in a bad mood. It's actually been a relatively good week. Uh, it's been a good couple weeks, to be honest. Um, I'm just in rap mode at the moment. I'm in music mode. I've been writing most of the day, and so I'm having to kind of turn it off. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. I tend to just ride waves when I catch them um, until I crash into the beach. But I'm also um, kind of committed. I mean, committed is probably not the term. I'm loosely committed. I'm, I'm trying something out. I'm trying to only podcast on Tuesdays. That way we kind of get a little schedule going and uh, furthermore, I am. My goal right now is to podcast only on Tuesdays, meaning only do anything podcast related on Tuesdays. Um, that means from recording to editing to uploading, and all of that takes quite a bit of time. But it's occasionally easy for me to spend way more time on this shit than I need to. And that's really just because I'm all loosey goosey about it. Like I'll procrastinate, I'll, I'll put off recording until late in the afternoon and then I'll start editing that night and that'll bleed over into the next day. Maybe, you know, depending on when I'm trying to release, uh, I won't even get to it that day. So then I'm editing the next day and putting off other shit in order to edit when I should have just edited the shit the same day I recorded it and then just got it out of my life. Um, that's a little more stressful in a sense. But it's also a stress reliever in that I don't have to think about this shit all week long. I could just designate one day to record, edit, upload, and press submit. And then it'll come out when I, when I uh, schedule it for. So we're going to try that format for a little while. We'll see how it goes. I'm constantly, with most things, I'm constantly tiptoeing between not forcing it and then forcing it. 
sometimes it's okay to force shit. You know what I mean? There's that, that, uh, that saying, like, put your body where it needs to be and the rest will happen or some shit like that. It's probably way more eloquent than that. But if you just show up, it's easier to do the thing, whatever that thing may be. If you don't show up, nothing will get accomplished. Anywho, um, I'm going back to Hawaii, baby. I can't say where and when and with who. You could use your imagination. But just yesterday, I was invited back to Hawaii. I'm playing four shows, getting paid to rap like I'm supposed to, and it's going to be a good time. I will hit you with the dates as soon as I have them. I honestly don't even have them. Um, Even if I had them, I probably couldn't say anything because, you know, with the shit you're supposed to announce all at the same time, they're like, there's a method to the madness, obviously. But uh, I'm I'm too excited to not talk about it. I'm pl- playing four different shows, four different cities, two different islands. I mean, come on, I'm supposed to not talk about that. So I will have the actual dates and times and locations and all that uh, shortly, I assume. I hope. Uh, I do. I can say it's late July, early August. So provided I don't die in Las Vegas this weekend, that's where I'll be and when I'll be there. Catch me back in the islands with my whole chest out. With my whole chest out. The chest stays out in the islands. The chest don't go inside. You might catch me in a button up, but know this, it won't be buttoned up. The button up won't be buttoned up. First thing I do when I put on a button up in Hawaii, I rip the buttons off. We don't need them. Send them shits back to the manufacturer. Send them anywhere you want. Just get them out of my sight. Send them shits to Africa for all I gives a fuck. Um, speaking of Africa, a few people have hit me up on Instagram and they all say more or less the same thing. They're like, Yo, I can't wait for the next episode. I know you're going to weigh in on this uh, Dave Chappelle thing, the Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage. And I wasn't, but since you ask, yeah, I saw that shit. Of course I saw that shit. Now, if you happen to know me personally, or if you just listen to this podcast, thank you. Appreciate you being here. It shouldn't require a whole lot of your imagination to figure out how much I don't care. That shouldn't come as a surprise to you. You know that already. You know the motto is be boring without me. You know that. You know the t-shirts are coming. Be boring without me. You know we don't dim our intellectual superiority by clouding our godlike minds with the stuff of the common folk. You know that's not how we get down over here. But again... Because you asked, and only because you asked, I'll say this. As is the case with most of these things, these cultural happenings, these things that occur and shake up the internet, as per usual, if I have an opinion at all, it's on the people who always seem to have an opinion. I don't enjoy talking about the shit that happened as much as I enjoy talking about the people who always talk about the shit that's always happening. You feel me? I comment on the commenters. I watch the Watchmen. And again, as per usual, this time being no exception, my initial thoughts are, you boring motherfuckers. You boring, boring motherfuckers. How dare you? How dare you be so goddamn boring, knowing full well I have the internet? How dare you subject me to such potential boredom? And I know this is coming fresh off the last episode, in which we talked extensively about the Johnny Depp trial. I know that. The the thing is, though, that shit is objectively funny. And by the way, I'm, I'm not talking about people who listen to this. I'm not talking about the people who wrote in and you know, ask me to talk about this shit. I'm not talking about y'all because you know, you know what you're going to get from me. If you're a day one downer, you, you already know how we get down over here. This is what you want from me. You have the internet. You, you have the internet. You can tap into that echo chamber anytime you want. Anytime you want to see what the rest of these unoriginal jabber jays are recycling over and over. Everyone's saying the same shit and agreeing with each other. All howdy doody like. You have that option, but you know we come with nothing but the freshest of perspectives on this side of the world. Are you not entertained? Of course you are. You know why? Because I'm an entertainer. I mean, I'm nothing but a dancing monkey at the end of the day, but you know what? I'm one of the most dancingest ass monkeys you ever did see. I know I'm nothing but a jester. 
I know that. I know I'm nothing but a court jester. I am but a lonely court jester. But guess what? I'm highly favored by the kingship, baby. I'm highly favored. To quote my friend Griff. Boy, my ego's out of control, huh? <laughs> nah, you know I'm just fucking I'm playing. Um, but yeah, Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage. Then the attacker got attacked on stage. And for days following that incident, all I'm seeing on Twitter and everywhere else is just people saying the same old shit. Blame Will Smith. See, this is what happens when Will, uh, Will Smith's allowed to walk up on the stage uh, in the middle of the Oscars and slap Chris Rock. Now it's normalized. We're witnessing normalized violence. You know, he, here's what we could normalize. N normalize making fun of anyone who says the word normalize. You boring motherfuckers. Oh, everyone's the same. Everyone's the same person. Everyone's the same person anymore. Everyone's a f walking meme. Your whole identity's just been reduced to a series of hashtags and reshares. How do you feel about that? Again, not you. Not, not you. Not anyone who listens to this podcast. I mean, the, the other people. The rest of them. We're on the same team. That's why you come here. Consider this a place of refuge. A safe haven of sorts. Everywhere else on the... No, not everywhere else. Not everywhere else. There are quite a few exceptions. But by and large, god damn, the rest of the internet's just a vast, desolate wasteland. A fucking culture void. A hellscape. It's like the play... You ever seen uh, The Time Machine? I know they redid it. I didn't see the new one with Brendan Fraser. Mostly because Brendan Fraser's in it. But the old one, the... um, Fuck, who wrote that? Um... Why do I want to say Alfred Hitchcock? It's definitely not Alfred Hitchcock. It's fucking um, not George Orwell. God damn it! See, I'm using all these big words and shit, and now I don't. I can't even name drop the author. Um, this is what I get. This is this is a uh, punishment for my pretentiousness. Um, who wrote the Time Machine? I won't Google it. I won't Google it. I won't. All right, I'm going to Google it. Let's see. We're going to find out together. And if you know and you're like shouting the name out, I can't hear you. So shut the fuck up. Just kidding. I'm playing. Um, Who wrote the time machine? I like doing this with a computer. H.G. Wells. God damn. See, I said George Orwell. I knew there was a well in there somewhere. Um, H.G. Wells. Why are we talking about H.G.? Uh, have you heard? Have you seen the time machine? So it was a book and then they made a movie. Uh, what what year was that? Let's see. I mean, since we're Googling, since we're getting our Google on, The Time Machine, 1960. It's a, uh, it's a great movie. Uh, maybe not by today's standards, but I grew up with a very cultured father and he instilled in me uh, appreciation for the finer things. The good books and good movies and good music and good food and, you know, good porn and shit. Not really. That's, that'd be fucking, that'd be really weird. Um, but in the time machine, I'm not going to explain the whole movie to you, but if you haven't seen it, go watch it. What the fuck are you doing with your life? But there's a bunch of people. It's essentially a commune. Uh, they all live with each other. They all dress exactly the same. They all talk the same. They all think the same. They all do the same things every single day. And every, every once in a while you hear a siren and they all like just start walking, just mindlessly walking toward this building from which the siren is coming. And the dude who the time traveler is like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Where are you guys going? Where are you guys going? And they just like, they're ignoring him. They're looking through him and they just keep walking keep walking toward the building from which the siren is, is blaring. And he follows behind them closely and he figures out, Oh, that's where the Morlocks live. The Morlocks being monsters who feast on the flesh of these people who mindlessly walk toward the building from which the siren is blaring. That's their dinner bell. It like puts them in this, in this uh, hypnotic state and they just walk into this building where they meet their demise. And as a kid, I was on, what do they call them? The people, the Eloys. The Eloys is the people who the, the Morlocks eat. As a kid, I'm always, you know, as you're supposed to be, I was always on the Eloy side. I'm like, oh shit, save them. Somebody save them. 
Somebody stop them from going into that building. They're going to get eaten. Don't they know they're going to get eaten? As an adult, I can't help but feel like, you know what? Fuck them. Eat them all. They're boring. Eat them up. They're going to taste like white bread. It's going to taste like tortillas when you don't have butter. But you know what? Eat them up. Get them all the fuck out of here. I'm Team Morlock. Shit, I, invite me. Can I pull up? Can I, can I come to the cookout? Can I get an invite to the cookout? I'll feast on Eloy flesh. Should tell me I won't feast on some Eloy flesh. I'll pretend it's good. But, mmm, tastes like mediocrity. <laughs> I do enjoy the taste of inferiority. And I do detect a subtle hint of unoriginal ideas and misguided anger. Someone passed the salt. Um, man, we're all over the place. Dave Chappelle. I don't know, it was, uh, everyone's like, oh, now we live in a world where people think they can just smack anyone they want to and just jump on stage if they want to. No, 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 the thing is, you should be ashamed of yourself for allowing yourself to be so comfortable that you forgot you've always lived in a world where anyone could smack anyone the fuck they want to. With repercussions, sure, there's a, there, there's a, for every action, there is a reaction. But that don't mean motherfuckers not about that action. Stop being so comfortable. Violence is regular. V violence is normal. There's no such thing as normalized violence. It's just called violence. You know what's not normal? Assuming you won't be exposed to violence, and furthermore, assuming you deserve to not be exposed to violence. Who the fuck are you? Hundreds of thousands of years of human history, and you think you deserve to not be exposed to violence. You know how much motherfucking violence is, is just entrenched in our history? Of course you do. Where's all the confusion coming from? What's with all the surprise? Yo, I swear to God, I, I swear to God, every time I go into the men's room, or the women's room, uh, occasionally, as we talked about in the last episode, if I'm standing at the urinal, and someone's walking behind me, it's not even a worry. It's It started as a worry. I started having these thoughts when I was like early 20s. And there was a little bit of fear involved. Nowadays, it's not real fear at all. It's just like the sheer acceptance. Like I watch my back. I'm always, I always, I got eyes in the back of my head. But anytime a stranger walks behind me, every time a little thought jumps off in my head, I'm like, this motherfucker could stab me in the back of my neck right now. I don't, I don't do what nobody's doing back there. I don't know that guy. And you know how I know he could potentially stab me in my neck? Here's how I know. Because sometimes motherfuckers get stabbed in the neck. It happens. Not often, but way too often for you to be like, I can't believe that guy smacked that other guy. What you mean? People get smacked all the time. Prepare yourself. There's no such thing as normalized violence. It's already normalized. It's just called violence. But make no mistake, it is getting better. That's not a theory, it's just a fact. We all know those people talking out of their neck, oh, nowadays, kids nowadays, and all oh, the world nowadays is crazy. If I could give you any piece of advice, it would be to put swift distance between yourself and nowadays ass people. I hate a nowadays ass motherfucker. Because not only are they boring, they're wrong. If you're going to be boring, at least be right. You're boring and wrong? You're an Eloy. You're Morlock food. That's what you be talking about with the other Eloys on the way to the building. Nowadays, oh, did you read the... Nowadays, people... You're just on your way to get eaten. And good riddance to you. You're finally fulfilling your destiny. You're Morlock food at best. The best thing you could do is keep a Morlock's belly full. God, I sound like an asshole. <laughs> And you know what? The funny thing is, I mean every goddamn word of this. I mean every word. Like, live long and prosper. You know, I don't want you to die. But I just, it's not that I want you to die. I just don't care if you do. That's about as nice as I can put it. And again, not you listening. If you listen to this, you're invited to the cookout. You, you, we'll, we'll, we'll carpool. We'll pull up to the Morlock cookout and feast on some, some Eloy flesh. Bring salt and hot sauce. My whole point, the world has always been violent. So A, don't be so goddamn surprised. Don't be so shaken up 
when you witness violence, when violence occurs, the world has always been violent. And B, don't let your emotions cloud your judgment to the point where you catch yourself saying some sideways ass shit like, nowadays the world's so violent. Question, what do you mean by that? I've had actual arguments with good friends, personal friends, stupid friends, <laughs> but, but good friends nonetheless. I've had arguments with friends. They're like, it's getting really bad. I'm like, what's getting really bad? Just the world, racism and violence. And I'm like, well, what do you mean getting bad? If anything, it's the same, but it's not the same. It's getting better. Like, I'll give you it's the same. I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you there. I can't say it's getting worse. What the fuck's getting worse? You mean worse than when they were hanging black people from trees? Worse than the Holocaust? Worse than the Dark Ages? Worse than when, when people lived in castles and fucking killed each other at scale by repeatedly thrusting sharp metal objects into each other's body over and over until dead? Worse than that? Just because you said it's getting worse. You said with your mouth that it's getting worse. So what exactly is getting worse? I'm just trying to make sense of this. And I know you're stupid, so maybe it's my fault for trying to hold you to an intellectual standard not suited for your capabilities. Maybe. Maybe that's my fault. I'm willing to accept that. In which case, I, I guess I'll just shut the fuck up, but I, before I go, I just need you to know. I need to know that you know that you're an Eloy. You're more lock food. And don't even get me started on the racism shit. My God, don't get me started on the racism shit. Nowadays, racism's out of control. It's just getting worse. Racism getting worse. Yo, imagine getting to meet someone who lived through the civil rights era. Or, I don't know, slavery. Um, imagine getting to talk to one of these people and be like, yeah, I know what you went through. Yeah, it's, it's getting worse, actually. It's getting so much worse than, you know, you had it. The, the the world nowadays the world is crazy this is, racism is rampant i mean cops kill by don't I'm, we're not going to get started with this we're not going down that rabbit hole that rabbit hole is bottomless i'm not saying it doesn't happen i'm just saying it's probably getting better and it's definitely not worse and even comedians even comedians not even Chappelle. I heard what Chappelle said about the incident. It was perfect. In fact, he reacted the way people should react. Someone attacked him on stage. He got back on the mic and he says, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I'm not saying you should do that, but if that is your reaction, it's justified. And if it's not justified, it should at least not be surprising. But all these other comedians, oh, I, I just fear for the safety of the comedian now because, again, it's being normalized to attack comedians. So now I, I, I just feel like I should have security when I go and say, motherfucker, you should have been had security. And if not, at least don't be surprised when someone attacks. It's like when you see a car accident. I've thought this shit since I was a kid. Every once in a while, I mean, every once in a while being every hour on the hour if you live where I live in uh, near L.A., but. Every once in a while, you see an accident on the freeway. And it's like, oh, that's such a bad accident. Oh, there's a fucking accident. How is that surprising? Do you see how many cars are on the freeway just flying toward each other, next to each other and toward each other at just illogical speeds? It's surprising there's not more accidents. How the fuck are, aren't there more accidents? That shit blows my mind. How the fuck there's not more plane crashes? How the fuck isn't there more animal attacks? And how the fuck are there not more murders? Do you know how? Because things are getting better. How about that? Is that optimism I smell? After, all, after that long-ass shit-talking rant, we circle back around to optimism? I'm not optimistic. I'm realistic. I'm not pessimistic. I'm realistic. Reality's a motherfucker, baby. Yo, if you got into comedy for safety, go fuck yourself. No real comic believes that.
It's all these new, it's all these Eloys trying to be comics. They see real comedians on TV or on stage and like, oh, that looks fun. I should try that. <laughs> oh, but I'm an Eloy. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'll just make Eloy jokes. <laughs> Fuck you, Eloys. Die miserably. Die at the hands of a Morlock and spend the rest of your days digesting in his belly. God bless. <laughs> um, happy belated Mother's Day to all the good mothers out there and fuck you bitches to all the bad mothers. That's fair, right? I saw I saw a meme the other day and you know how I love memes, baby. Um, but it was like happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, all the grandmothers, all the surrogate mothers, all the stepmothers, all the <laughs> which all all of which is fine, right? It's all fine. And then it's like and all the trans mothers and <laughs> with, with respect to everyone, when I saw the trans mothers, I, I was like, mm, uh, okay, no, 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 okay. That, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'll accept that. That's fine. And then it's like to all those who can't be mothers. And I, <laughs> I know I'm digging myself a hole here. I know, I, I, I know, I know, I know. But okay, so we start with the trans mothers. Uh, okay, okay, because if you're a father and then you turn into a woman, you'd be a mother, right? Trans mother, but you 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 did reproduce. You uh you went through the process. You switched up sides at the end, and that's fine. That's your prerogative, baby. That's your prerogative. But then it's like to all those who can't be mothers, and I'm like, oh, oh, I'm. Okay, like I, I get I get that you're trying to be nice and inclusive and all that, but like <sighs> correct me if I'm wrong. Would I be incorrect to say that wishing happy Mother's Day to women who want to be mothers but can't be mothers isn't that kind of like wishing happy Doctor's Day to people who want to be doctors but can't be doctors because I don't know. There's many reasons people can't be doctors. Maybe you, maybe you're just stupid. Maybe you're stupid. And certainly I'm not implying women who want to be mothers and can't be mothers are stupid. That, that's obviously not what I'm doing. That's obviously not what I'm doing, but it's just like, also, I don't know if doctor's day is a thing. It was just an example. It was the first one that popped into my head, but have we gotten to a point where all you need to do in order to be wished happy X day is want to be X. Like, I'm sorry you can't be a mother, baby, but if you're not, you're not. Furthermore, fuck Mother's Day. Fuck Father's Day. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-holiday. I play along, you know, I play along, but also be boring without me. You know, be born without me. I play along, though. I play along. Anyway, I continue reading. And, I mean, why wouldn't we get into the territory of to all the dog moms and all the plant moms and, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to plant moms. Happy Mother's Day to all the plant moms. They need recognition, too. Don't they? Don't they deserve recognition? And what the fuck's a dog mom? No, I, I know exactly what a dog mom is. Here's what a dog mom is. You know who can be a dog mom? Dogs. Dogs! Which obviously begs the question, <clears throat> Bitch, are you a dog? Bitch, are you a dog? No, you have a dog. You have a dog. Lots of people have dogs. Guess what? Lots of people have babies. But it's a miracle, right? Anyway, um, I wasn't even going to talk about that meme. I just remembered it right now. Fucking plant moms, you know? Plant moms. I'll tell you this. If you refer to yourself as a plant mom, there's a reason you're not a mom mom. The universe is saving us all, starting with your unborn child. You deserve to be a plant mom. <laughs> Stay a plant mom.
I'll tell you what, that's the deal. I will refer to you as a plant mom with a smile on my face. As long as you promise to never become a mom mom. Because if your brain is already that fucking weird, you don't need a baby. <laughs> but it's a good Mother's Day. I got drunk with my mom. I mean, we do that when it's not Mother's Day, but, you know, this time it just happened to be Mother's Day, which is cool because I didn't really have to do anything I don't normally do. But earlier that morning, my kid and I did some stuff for his mom, my wife. We had gone shopping a few days before, got us some some things, but uh, I told him the day before, I'm like, yo, we're going to wake up and make mom breakfast. And, you know, he was game, obviously. So we made her French toast because she likes that shit. She, she like fat people food, you know, she's not a fat people, but she definitely like fat people food. Like tell that to her stomach. Me, myself, I, I don't like, I've never liked pancakes and, and all that shit. I don't like bready things, you know, people know I don't eat carbs. Like I'm, I don't eat a lot of carbs, but I can't really take credit for that because it's just kind of how I've always been. I, I don't like, I don't like bread. Fuck out of here with all that poor people shit. Bread. What am I a prisoner? What am I, a motherfucking leper? Fuck a bakery. I'll send a bomb to a bakery. Miss me with all those muffins and croissants and ugh, that whack shit. But when I was a kid, I actually did like, uh, I, was a, I was a waffle fanatic. But when I was a kid, you know, I had quite the obsession with strawberry waffles when I was a kid. Particularly from a, uh, a specific place. We used to get them after church. Because in my experience, a sugar rush is the perfect digestif to large doses of Jesus. And life is strange because the only reason I thought about those delicious strawberry waffles I used to enjoy as a child after having ingested large doses of Jesus is because, all right, so I went to the store, I got all the stuff, the bread, all, all, all the ingredients, all the things to make a French toast breakfast. And I don't know if you, I don't know, I don't know what your culinary skills are, are looking like, but in order to make French toast, it requires eggs. So the day before Mother's Day, when I went shopping for the ingredients, I looked in the fridge. I took inventory as one does in preparation for grocery shopping, the hell that is grocery shopping. I took inventory and I observed that we did in fact have eggs. Sick. One less thing I have to buy. We have eggs. So naturally, I didn't get eggs. Fast forward, wake up the next morning, I go to make breakfast, and guess what there isn't in the fridge? Guess what we no longer have? So I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened to the eggs? And then I remembered that day, that day being the day before Mother's Day, we, uh, we went to a party for one of my closest homies of all time. Uh, he's having a baby. Circle back to the Mother's Day rants. Just kidding. Uh, he's having a baby and they did a gender reveal party and all, all the Pinterest shit. And my wife, being a baker, she said she would bake the cake. Um, cake being something else that requires, you guessed it, all the eggs in my refrigerator. So then I wake up and I look unprepared. I'm like, fuck, I, I could have swore there was, oh, God dang, oh, that's right. You baked a cake and now we don't, um, worry not, fear not. I'll run to the store. It's right down the hill from my house. It's not a big deal. It's a very strange store, though. It's the closest one. It's like a, um, it's like some Middle East, it's like a halal store. So the, lots of weird smells. You could get eggs and milk, but then you can also get like lamb's brains and tongue and chicken feet is basically like whether you want to make French toast or perform voodoo rituals, they got you covered. There's all sorts of madness throughout those aisles. So I get the eggs and then it occurs to me, you know what's good on French toast? Whipped cream. I mean, whipped cream good on anything, anything and anyone. So I look for whipped cream, but uh, apparently... When they were stocking the goat testicles, they forgot to stock the whipped cream. So I'm like, man, a whipped cream in this motherfucker? What kind of store is this? Then a light bulb goes off, which takes me to my childhood when we used to eat strawberry waffles after church. 
Particularly, I remember the waitress always asking, after, after having ordered my strawberry waffle, the waitress always asked, did you want whipped cream or ice cream? Now, as a child, obviously I wanted ice cream. Obviously. But I was never allowed to get ice cream because that's dessert and we're eating breakfast, right? Now, as an adult, I realize how fucking stupid that is because whipped cream and ice cream <laughs> is basically the same thing. You got just as much sugar in it. But there was something about the words ice cream that signaled my parents, oh no, we, we have to be responsible. We can't allow our children to eat ice cream in the morning. Whipped cream it is. And again, this is after church. So considering the fact that not an hour before being forced to choose whipped cream over ice cream, right before that, we were in a building with other people shouting and jumping up and down and screaming to an invisible man in the sky. So logic, the logic train left the station way before we found ourselves at the restaurant. So I can't, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why wouldn't they assume ice cream? is far better than whipped cream. And it's funny because I remember distinctly, like we would go every single weekend. I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. So we would, you know, praise the Lord on Saturdays. So we would go after church and I'm, I'm talking every weekend. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even an option in my head. I just knew I'd get the strawberry waffles with the whipped cream. This is in no way a complaint, obviously. Beautiful childhood. Especially considering half the planet eats sand for breakfast, you know? But I remember one time, I don't know how old I was. I was young still. I remember my cousin came to visit with her parents. And they came to church with us. And then we went to eat at our, you know, our our every, our Saturday ritualistic spot. The strawberry waffle place. And... My cousin also ordered the strawberry waffle. And when the waitress asked her, okay, do you want ice cream or whipped cream? I didn't even look up for my crayons or whatever the fuck I was doing at the time. Because I already knew the only option is, we I wasn't even sure they had ice cream at the restaurant. I'd never seen it. All I ever seen was whipped cream. So I'm like, I'm just waiting for her to say whipped cream. And she says, ice cream, please. And I looked at her with fascination in my eyes. And then I looked at her parents and they were unbothered. And then I looked at my parents who were already looking at me because they predicted me looking at her, then her parents, then them. And in their eyes, I read, motherfucker, you're not getting ice cream. That's her parents. She can, she can have ice cream if they allow it, but don't get any goddamn ideas. You take your sugar rush whipped, not iced. But in my head, as a kid, I was like, oh, shit. Yo, you can eat ice cream for breakfast? Don't they know about the sugar? Don't they know whipped cream is way better for you than ice cream? And legit, I actually felt bad for her. Like, you, you know, I don't know what, I don't presume to know what your childhood was like, but you know how you have those friends that are able to do whatever the fuck they want to. They can watch like R rated movies and they can curse in the house and all that. And you kind of envy them, but then also you kind of feel bad for them. Cause you're like, Ugh. yeah, you get to do all this shit. I kind of want to do, but you know, your parents probably like put cigarettes out on your forehead and all, <laughs> all, the, all the shit that comes along with eating ice cream for breakfast. I mean, at that time, I was like watching someone do straight up drugs. It was like the first time I ever saw someone bring out a bag of cocaine and rack up lines on a counter. On TV, I mean, not like, not in real life or anything. I was like, oh shit, is that, I'm, is that, is that cocaine? Back then I was like, you, you, about, you about to eat, it's, it's, it's 10.30 in the morning, you're going to eat ice cream? People actually do that? Anyway, I was immediately reminded of this that morning in that, crazy Middle Eastern back alley market, half expecting to see Aladdin and Abu stealing apples, jumping tent to tent, evading King's guards. I was reminded of this. And as I do, I immediately found a solution. I said, so they don't have whipped cream. Hmm. I wonder, do they have ice cream? Sure enough, they do. Immediate victory. Immediate victory. 
Not only a solution, but an improvement. So I grab me some vanilla ice cream. I check out and I drive home knowing I'm the greatest husband slash dad on planet Earth. Get home, grab my kid, we make French toast, we made it with the cinnamon bread, so you don't even have to add cinnamon to the eggs because the cinnamon's already in there, baby. And you know a motherfucker experiment, right? I'll be experimenting. I don't know if you if you be seeing my my Instagram cooking videos and shit, but a motherfucker know his way around the kitchen. So I dips the bread in the eggs, I put the shit in the pan the way you make French toast, and so once completed, I start stacking the French toast in a plate as one does. Just then, an idea pops into my head. I'm like, what if we dipped them all again and put them back in the frying pan? Highly recommended. Highly recommended. I need water. And nicotine. So, French toast is done. And I'm already preparing myself because as I stated previously, I, I don't really I don't really do the bread thing. I certainly don't do bread doused with sugar. Not anymore. Not since I was a wee lad. And if you want me to prove it, I'll send you a picture of my abs. Um, <laughs> um they're not that fly. I got a four pack, you know. I think I've said that on the show before. It ain't six pack, it's a four pack, you know, it's a four pack, it's a four pack. We we, we pull it off though, we pull it off. It ain't six. I got four. So I plate the French toast. Big fucking scoop of vanilla ice cream right on top of this shit. The bread's hot. The ice cream's cold. The ice cream immediately starts melting over the bread. It looks delicious. Then, just because, who cares? I drizzle gobs and gobs. Gobs upon gobs of maple syrup. The good maple syrup. Not that log cabin bullshit. I'm talking about the one, the, the $11 one in the glass bottle. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. You know? Are we doing it or are we doing it? Why wouldn't I drizzle that shit on top of the ice cream, which is sitting on top of the French toast, throw some fruit on top of it, and breakfast is served, you bitches. It's a nice morning. We decide to eat outside. We're eating in the backyard. You know, where the dogs take shits. Happy Mother's Day. Um... So I'm committed at this point. I'm like, well, fuck, I guess we're eating this. I guess this is, I guess this is what's going down today. I guess this is going down today. Accepted and committed to it. So I'm digging in. I'm eating it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm. Uh, it's, it's, it's for me. I'm loving it, but mostly the eight-year-old kid in me who wasn't allowed to get ice cream for breakfast, uh, he, he is eating with both hands and saying out loud, fuck you, mom and dad, between each bite. I'm enjoying it. Everyone's enjoying it. What's not to enjoy? It's delicious. I can't front. It's delicious. However, literally 12 minutes into it, I start hearing noises on the inside. My stomach starts talking to me. It says, you know that sound, right? When your stomach's just like, just grumbling and shit. It's like my dog, when he's laying on the couch and I like try to scoot him over, he's like, like not quite a growl, but just a grumble. So I grab my stomach. I'm like, Ooh, maybe my mom and dad weren't wrong. Maybe they weren't wrong. And that's the thing. I, I, I'm i a relatively healthy dude. I obviously exercise and I watch what I eat and, and all that. But I also do a lot of shit that's bad for my body. If your body's a temple, my roof is on fire. You see, my roof is on fire and there's a leak in the basement. <laughs> the walls look nice as well furnished. The feng shui is on point. But if you go poking around for issues, you're going to fuck around and find a few. I'm not used to eating a bunch of sugar or a bunch of bread and certainly not a bunch of sugary bread. So those grumbles coming from my stomach, uh, they were pleas for help. Warnings, if you will. Now, I don't normally talk about shit like this. Shit like this being shit. I've never been that dude. Yeah, most guys are like uh, most dudes. Yeah, bro, I took a shit the other day. Yo, bro, I was on the sh I was shitting today, and I was like, "Ugh, motherfucker, why well, keep some details to yourself? Why well, I gotta think about you shitting? It's easy fourth grade humor, you know." But the punchline is, I, I motherfucker had to go to the bathroom immediately, expeditiously. 
And I won't go into details because, I mean, if you're a human being with a digestive system, you, you know how that works. You know the process. But also just because it, it's just disgusting. And I know a lot of pretty women listen to this podcast. Why wouldn't they? Shout out to you, ladies. Thank you for being here. And uh, yeah, that's the story. That's, that's the whole story. The story is, once upon a time, it was Mother's Day. I made French toast, put ice cream on it, ate it, and had to go to the bathroom. Expeditiously. So yeah, happy Mother's Day to all you plant moms. <laughs> One more thing I'll talk about before I get out of here. Um, I mentioned earlier that I'll be in Vegas this weekend. And that's a funny story because it was an absolute drunk impulse decision. This may come as a surprise to you. This this may absolutely shock you, but uh, quite a few of my decisions are drunk impulse decisions. I tend to make those from time to time. But going back to the day before Mother's Day when we were at the party for my homie who was having a baby. Toward the end of the night, you know, we're all feeling loose. We're feeling good. We're all well-oiled, as the God Willie Nelson puts it. The owner of the house starts talking about a concert they're going to. And he pulls it up on his phone and he passes it around. He's like, yo, look at that lineup. And I'd never met this man before. Very nice guy. Super nice guy. And I don't know what kind of vibe I was given. Like, perhaps I just present myself in such a way that tips people off to the fact that I enjoy cheesy R&B of the 90s variety. And if that is, in fact, the case, I'm perfectly fine with that. But he passes his phone around and he keeps looking at me like, yo, look at this lineup. And I'm like, okay, guy I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to give it a gander. And... I've talked about this before on the podcast. I, I used to be a big concert goer. I've been all the festivals. I've done Coachella. I've done Rock the Bells. I've, I've done all that shit. And I'm over it. I'm glad to know people still go to concerts. But frankly, I've played too many goddamn shows myself. And I know too many people who play shows like that. That I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a fan, yo. I'm, if you can get me backstage, I'll probably go. However, this is not one of those occasions. I'm perfectly fine being a fan. At this show I'm going to. Um, it's called Lovers and Friends. You may have heard of it. It's in Las Vegas. And uh, it's it's just a culmination of all the things I loved as a child. Not all of them, but like in, in terms of R&B. The cheesy shit, though. Like that real cheesy shit. That, the, them guilty pleasures. I don't have guilty pleasures. I Personally, I just have pleasures. Because I'm incapable of feeling guilt. But... If that mechanism was in working order, I, I might feel a little guilt toward toward finding these these artists pleasurable. But uh, this lineup is insane, insane. I'm gonna I should have had it pulled up. I'm just gonna I'm gonna read the lineup. Let's see, lovers and friends, Las Vegas lineup. And of course, I don't have my glasses on, so it's gonna sound like I don't know how to read. But rest assured, I do. I'm just going to read all the names. Like on this lineup, it would be way quicker to just name the handful of artists I don't really care to see. But listen to this. And if you already know, just go ahead and suffer through this. All right. Lauren Hill. Usher, Ludacris, and Little John. TLC. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? TLC. I, yeah, I know Left Eye won't be there. But TLC? You don't know shit about TLC. Crazy Sexy Cool is the Bible, as far as I'm concerned. Sierra. Now, I'm not the biggest Sierra fan, honestly, but, you know, and I, I know this shit and there's a good chance I'll be on a few substances that will make me dance to the shit. Nelly, Ja Rule and Ashanti, Timbaland, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, Neo, Trey Songs, Akon, Brandy and Monica. Brandy and Monica, I'll say it one more time. Brandy as well as Monica. That first Brandy album and that first Monica album, Monica's album was Miss Thing. I can't remember. I think Brandy was just self-titled, but yo, you might know the hits, but if you don't know all the B-sides, you and I, we can't do business. We're different people, you and I. T-Pain, Little Kim. That's my favorite female rapper of all time. Yes, including Lauryn Hill. Also on the bill, Eve, Sean Paul, Motherfucking Mace. Duh, I, I, 
What do you say about Mace? Yo, I, I, I never thought I'd ever see Mace on stage, ever. In fact, I never thought Mace would be on stage ever again. Fabulous, the dream, genuine, escape, Jodeci, Keith Sweat, Fat Joe, Cassie, I'm not sure who Cassie is, Twista, ugh, Maya, are you kidding me, yo? Add that to the Mace category. I never thought I'd see, because I wouldn't go to a Maya concert, unless, of course, like I said, unless I get backstage and shit. If I, unless I'm hanging out with Maya and her people, I ain't going to a Maya concert. But I know her whole first album. Cameron from Dipset. I've seen him before. I've met him before. Khalees, SWV. Are you, yo, are these motherfuckers just determined to give me an erection? I mean, <laughs> Sean Kingston, eh, Trick Daddy. Oh, come on, dog. Come on, dog. I'm supposed to not do drugs and go see Trick Daddy? Get the fuck out of here. Get real. Pretty Ricky, Joe. Do you remember Joe? I met Joe. Do you remember Joe? Drew Hill. You telling me I get to see Cisco? You telling me I get to see Cisco in a few days? You telling me with my eyes I'm going to see Cisco? Next. I know you know who next is. I know you know who next is. And if you don't, that's fine. It just means you probably didn't get a lot of female attention as a teenager. Next up, are you ready for this? Are you ready? Uh, truthfully, this, uh, the name I'm about to say was the main reason I decided to go. 112. 112. 112? Dog, I'm going to see Mace, Lil' Kim, and 112? All in one day? All in one lifetime? Mario? Ugh. Donnell Jones, Foxy motherfucking Brown, second favorite female rapper of all time. Yes, including Lauren Hill. Trina, Tweet, Amarie. Oh, the text is getting small. I'm squinting. Selection, don't know who that is. Juvenile, dog. I, I gotta put my laptop down before I chuck this shit across the motherfucking room. You tell me I get to see Juvenile in two days? You tell me... I get to back this ass up into <laughs> I'm not sure I was who he was talking to when he wrote that song, but you know, in any case, consider my ass backed up, baby. Consider it backed up too short, which I love too short, but that motherfucker play every weekend. I feel like he, if ever there's a, a festival, he's going to be on it. That motherfucker don't say no to nothing. He don't turn shit down. That motherfucker say yes to stagecoach. Hikey, we see him playing at Disneyland or some shit on the on the Disney cruise. He don't turn shit down. And good for him. Get that money short, dog. You fucking legend. Ying Yang Twins. Mike Jones. Dog, I'm going to be so ignorant when Mike Jones come out. You have no idea. I saw Paul Wall come out. I, I watched, uh, I, I think I talked about this with, with the homie Thieves on previous episodes. But we went and saw ASAP Mob in uh when we went to South by Southwest and they brought Paul Wall out, at which point I lost all of my shit. Lloyd, John B, Kevin Little, don't know who that is, Baby Bash, ugh, Frankie J, ugh, and Nina Sky. And then at the bottom it says just added the locks. So I'm basically seeing all of Bad Boy, Sans Puffy, Biggie, and Black Rob. Do you know what the 1997 version of me is feeling in my body right now? So you're telling me I get to see TLC, Brandy, Monica, Lil' Kim, Mace, The Locks, 112, Drew Hill, Joe, SWV, Maya, Escape, Genuine, Keith, Motherfucking Sweat, Juvenile, Mike Jones, Fabulous Trick Daddy next, Usher Ludacris, Lil John, Ja Rule, Timberland, Lauren Hill, and Nelly's country ass all in one day? That's the life I'm about to be living? Who let this happen, yo? Who let this happen, yo? Who who, who greenlit this? Who allowed this to happen? Someone who, who comes from extremely good stock, I would presume. Jesus Christ, I, 
it wouldn't surprise me if when we get there, half these motherfuckers don't even show up. Just because why, why would this actually happen? You know? And if you're a man listening to this, first of all, thank you for being here. I appreciate patreon.com slash OTWD for unreleased episodes. GVDZ double OKS on Instagram. If you're a man listening to this and you feel a certain way about me geeking out toward all these artists that I grew up listening to, if you think that makes me soft, that's perfectly fine with me. If you do in fact feel that way, as long as while you're feeling that way, you leave just enough room in your mind to envision me dancing my ass off with your woman at this concert and then her wanting to marry me after. As long as you leave enough room for that, that's fine. Feel feel how you feel, baby. Feel how you feel. But no, I'm not taking your girl with me. I'm taking my wife with me. And we are staying at the... It was a motherfucker trying to find hotels around there. But we booked a room at the MGM Signature, which is way nicer than the MGM Grand. It's connected I don't know if you know anything about Vegas hotels, but if you want like a quiet hotel, you should stay at the MGM signature. It's connected to the MGM, as I just said, but you get to what's tight is it's like the MGM for better people. And the cool thing is you can utilize all the cool shit that's included in the MGM grand. You could use their pool, their lazy river, all that. But the people staying at MGM Grand, the second class citizens, they can't come over to our side of things the way it should be. It's like on a plane how the first class passengers are welcome to use the coach bathrooms, but the coach passengers can't even think, can't even consider using the first class bathroom. It's like that. Again, the way it should be. I'm playing. Um, I'm very lucky. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. What do you want from me? But yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a blast. We're going with a few of our friends. We're carpooling out there. We're leaving early Saturday morning. And uh, I would assume drinking the entire way there. And then we're going to watch an R&B show. And then depending how we feel after the concert, we'll either go hold it down in the hotel room or we'll go change clothes and then go back out. My money's on the ladder, personally. You might just see a motherfucker throwing some dice. You might just catch me throwing some dice around. Then the next day, we're going to hit up the Lazy River. And then as is customary, we're going to hit up Tacos El Gordo. Because why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Matter of fact, the night before, after the concert, you might just see a motherfucker in White Castle. You might just. Crazier things have happened. But yeah, I'm real excited. I'm real excited. Pray to the strawberry waffle god that I make it back. Alive and in at least two pieces. And I'll obviously let you know how it goes. In fact, you'll probably see how it goes if you follow me on Instagram. You know I'll be posting. You know the post game strong. You already know you can expect posts aplenty. I'm also excited about tonight because as soon as I pick up my kid from school, we're driving directly to L.A. And we're going to check out that Tupac exhibit. I can't wait. He loves Tupac. So he's a little excited, but he don't really know what is in store. He just knows there's like a building in L.A. and there's a lot of shit that has to do with Tupac. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'll go to that. But like he don't know the magnitude of the situation that is waiting for him. So I got his tickets for today and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. It's just him and I. And uh, it's going to be a blast. Maybe we'll hang out in L.A. a little bit after just to avoid the traffic. Maybe we'll go to Shaquille O'Neal's restaurant and pay twenty eight dollars for a beer. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like I did a lot of complaining and shit talking. But, uh, you know, that's just it's just what was on my heart at the moment. And that's what I'll always give you. 100% pure, raw, uncut. If I'm thinking about it, you're going to hear about it. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope this is, you know, funny or entertaining or whatever you look for in this show. Um, do me a favor and follow this podcast on Instagram at OTWD podcast. Follow my personal Instagram at GVDZ double OKS, same handle on Twitter and Facebook, patreon.com slash OTWD for unreleased episodes. You can support this show tremendously with only $5 a month. Cancel at any time or, you know, just pay me forever. The option is yours, baby. On the way down.net will take you to the YouTube page. Please subscribe and uh, share some shit, you know? Tell someone to tell someone. If you enjoy this show, if you fucks with this show, perhaps you know someone else who would as well. 
do me a favor and let them know. I'm pretty sure I've said fuck about five million times on this episode. Someone should count. If you're a super fan, do me a favor and count how many times I say fuck on this particular episode. If you actually do that and uh, and you're right, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe I'll, I don't know, shout you out on the next episode. I'll shout out your handle or whatever you want me to shout out. I'm kicking around the idea of making merch too. So maybe I'll send you a fucking, I don't know, a coffee mug or whatever we end up making. Anyway, one more time. Thank you very much for being here. It means a lot to me. We will be back next week. I'll tell you all about the concert, provided I come back, and uh, the Tupac exhibit and, you know, whatever else happens between now and then. Hopefully I have my Hawaii dates by then, too. All right, that's it. Take care of yourselves, and we out. Wait, 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 wait. One more. Fuck. Fuck.